And hello, movie lovers, and welcome to the show. With me, I have Rossi McCree with me. Say hello to everybody. Hello, everyone. And it's good to have you back again. I know that we had a little bit of a break because of Thanksgiving holidays and stuff. It's just right. good to have you back on here again, talking about Sweet Tooth, episode three of Dear Shit. Yes. <laughs> so Yes. Love that. Um, I just love this title because it just big cracks me up. When I see right. like swear words and titles of mo- of TV shows, it just cracks me up right. sometimes. Like for instance, with Dexter, they had a show that they had a title called Storm as Storm of F, which is Storm of Fuck. So okay, just okay, but but yeah, just seeing the title made me laugh. But, it's that whole Family Guy thing, right? The exactly. Family Guy episode where yeah, exactly. Okay, you know where I'm going. <laughs> I know where you're going. I know. But anyways, um, guys, so basically, I want to go and do a little bit of a recap. It's not going to be much of a recap. This is from episode two. We actually forgot one little thing. But, hey, I think it's a good thing that we might have forgotten. It gives you guys a little bit of a surprise about what happens. But basically, there's a scene at the very end of it where uh, Big Man and Gus continue to walk to the next town while Amy discovers a hybrid pig baby outside the zoo amy is actually the psychiatrist that was introduced right. at the very beginning of the episode and then of course the episode with big man and um and of course sweet tooth which is gus right. they wind up coming across this one family and then big man's thinking okay maybe this will be a good family for for gus to have since they're more welcoming towards hybrids then right. some guys wind up breaking into this family's house, which causes them not to be able to, for him to leave him, them with uh, Sweet Tooth with them. Right. So that's right. what winds up happening over there. So now they're on a quest once again to get uh, Gus to Colorado. So right. here's the thing. At the very beginning of this episode, you see a bunch of girls playing this VR video game. And right. you don't quite know if they're actually after hybrids or if they're protective uh, protectors of hybrids because of the right. video game that they're actually choosing to play because they're actually pretending to be animals taking right. down other humans. But at the same time, it has that. And I like how at, in this episode, they kind of use, um, let's see, Planet of the Apes in this right. in this show, which is a perfect example of hybrids versus humans which right. is also apes versus humans in the Planet of the Apes films. So it's a little right. bit of a foreshadowing, a little bit of that to me whenever it, when I saw that. And I thought that was a good callback to something right. like that. But yeah, the introduction of this is very interesting. What did you think about the intro when you first saw it? Oh, um, kind of like the same thing. Like, Because um, obviously it starts off with these kids playing this video game where they're like you said, hybrids or whatever going against the humans. And so the way that they introduce them, you see them playing the video game, they're having a good time, but you don't know what, what, what you, what to quite think about them. Um, um, being that they're kids, I kind of, it kind of looked like they were kind of these orphaned outlaw kids, but you don't really know because it cuts and that's all you see. You just see these kids playing. Right, and you don't know what yes. to think of them or anything like you that. Don't once know again, what to think about them once again, this show winds up doing a whole entire misdirection because of the fact that you yes. don't know where this plot is going. How does right. this connect with anything? Yet again, it, sh- it looks like it's right. disarray. It looks like it's disassembled. But and I like that though. Me too. I like the fact that I don't know everything, and it glues right. you in in that mystery element to the show. Yeah, 
when right. you're like, okay, when are we going to get to them again? Because then it right. quickly cuts back over to Gus and Big Man. And yeah. basically, uh, there's a back and forth, a banter between Gus and Big Man. When, right. when are we going to get to Colorado? I don't know, kid. Are we there yet? No, we're not there <laughs> right. yet. And at this point, he's just aggravated with Sweet Tooth all together right. with Gus. Right. And then he's like, we got to make a pip stop first. So yeah. they had this stranded bus, school bus, right. which I thought was pretty cool. Yeah. And, he, and of course, Big Man actually has stash over there with pills, different things right. that he needs to survive. And right. so he tells Gus, look, we're going to head out in the morning. We're going to yeah. go and you're going to catch a train. How do I catch a train? And Gus has never saw a train before. He does not know what right. it means to catch a train. He thinks that while it's moving, he's probably going to have to jump on this train. Exactly. Right. Right. So I thought I like that, that. Um, when they, like you said, when they, when you find out, you know, big man's uh, Jeopard's, you know, place where he lived, it's in the woods, it's his bus. And when Gus does ask, he wants Gus to get some sleep because, you know, the next day is train day. And the way that Gus looks at him, you have to remember, this is a kid that was sheltered. He was in the woods. He knows nothing about the world other than what Pa told him about the world. So trains and Halloween and all this other stuff he doesn't know. But I thought um, the scene where he does go to sleep and Mm. he wakes up. And you don't know if he's dreaming or if Jeopard left him. So he's wandering off of the bus and um, it's snowing. And I just remember him being out there scared and yelling for Jeopard because he thought he was abandoned. Come to find out it was a dream. But the big part of this is train day because he needs to get to Colorado so that he can go find mama. Right. And let me just say this. The night scene on the bus, and we're going to get into some of the other stuff that you mentioned in a minute, but the night scene to me was just a beautiful scene of them sitting on top of the bus and just talking back and forth. And then him waking up, seeing the snow, seeing the ice, seeing the cold. Then he gets out of the school bus and he thinks that Shepard left him. But let me just tell you this. Snow can represent two things. Death, or it can represent someone leaving them. And I think right. that okay. his own anxiety is him being left behind. Because right. remember, he confronted Jeff, Jeff, though, remember? He said, were you going to leave me with that family? Right. And he said, there's a saying, Sweet Tooth. Don't ever ask for anything that you don't want answers to. Right. And I think his own anxieties is, and stuff like that is what got the best of Gus, to be honest right. So when he, Right. So when he went to sleep... That's on his mind is the, you know, the unanswered question from Jeopard, which is, are you going to leave me? So him getting up and being out in the snow um, and thinking that Jeopard left him, you know, you know, he has anxiety because remember he was with his pa and pa died. And, you know, um, he was going to be left with those people um, at the, uh, the, the visitor station where the family lived. And so I understand that. His his Me worries. Too. Yes. And he, well, I don't want to go ahead, so I'll stop right there. No, no, no. You're good. But <laughs> now we're getting to this other part where Big Man, which is um, Shepard, wants to try and make him blend in like a normal hybrid or yes. a normal human being. So right. he said, I need you to wear this helmet. You're not, <laughs> you're not allowed to do any weird deer shit. 
That's and right. this is where the title comes in. Right. And I just cracked up laughing. He goes, what do you mean? Do not move your ears. Do not talk unless you're being talking to. This is like right. Papa all over again. In a yeah, sense, exactly. Very true. World. Right. Making <laughs> sure because the 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 costume that he's, that he's wearing, he was, Jepper was asking him about Halloween. And what um, Sweet Tooth, what Gus knows about Halloween is what Papa told him, which was you get pancakes and syrup and sweets and all that stuff. But he doesn't know costumes and all that. So it's really funny how Jeopard has this this helmet, you know, and because he's trying to make him look like he's dressed up as a hybrid kid. But didn't you find yeah, a normal kid, which um, as they're walking, well, you get the costume. But remember when Gus makes that voice and says, um, I'm going to be a normal kid. I'm going to act normal. And I thought it was so funny because he's really a hilarious little kid. He, he really is. And he knows that he has to be normal. He has to be a kid because he's already experienced the hybrid hunters, you know, right. but I, but he's still a kid though. So, you know, it, there's only so much he can take serious because he's a kid. And kids do things. Exactly. It shows that innocence about him that I mentioned Absolutely. in, episode, in right. the second episode. And right. I like it. I like that whole entire banter. Hi, I'm got, I'm a real boy. I'm God. <laughs> kind of like the kind of like Pinocchio. Right. You know, I want to be a real boy. <laughs> right. Right. But yeah, yes. it, I love that ba that banter. And then I'm, and at this point, J Jasper is just like done with him. Yes, he's like, very he's like, irritated. Would you, would you cut that shit out? Right, <laughs> right. Because this but, is this is serious. They're going to the market. Right. So now they're going to the market, and Jasper winds up giving them what a stick of gum to give access into the train yard to where he right. can get a ticket for um for Gus. Right. And so, and then also Gus is also not uh, yeah. Gus is actually freaking out because he goes badman. Edmund, he goes, it's That's okay. Right. Calm down. Right. It's going to be okay. Do not move your ears or anything. That's right. It's going to be okay. And then, right. of course, he doesn't also, too, he also doesn't know what apple caramel uh, candy on a stick is. Right. Like, uh, candy apples. That's also he, another he, thing. It's, it's like syrup. So he has to sweet things for him. You know, um, big man is like, you know, it's like syrup, you know, and, and Gus loves syrup, sweet tooth, you know. Um, but telling him that he has to sit at the bench, stay there, don't talk to anyone. Come on. And and aren't you like holding your breath? Like, please, sweet tooth, please just stay there. Because you don't want him to get caught. You don't want anyone to know that he's dressed up or that he's a hybrid kid. And the ears not being able to control the ears. Cause when you watch him in a costume, he can't he help can't it. It, 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 it. Yeah. It's his normal, his, his normal animal instincts because absolutely he's half hybrid half human. So we can't control right. that, but exactly. he's trying to do the best he can do at the yes. circumstances that he's in. And yes. he does a good job with it. And then of course, as soon as he sees the candy apples with the caramel and everything, he rolls over right. to this one person, doesn't even pay for anything. He grabs the candy apple and starts eating right. it. And big man uh, goes on ahead. He goes, that's that weird dare shit I told you about not to do. 
something. <laughs> right. So then he, that's when he gives him the prep talk of just staying still. I'm going to try and get you right. a ticket. Then, right. of course, he sees these other kids that are just like him or yeah. just regular normal kids like he met over at the other family's house. So he right. goes on ahead, goes on his own little adventure, and he sees these kids knocking down these animals and stuff like right. that. And I'm thinking to myself, are these actually people that are against hybrids? Or are they are right. not or are these just normal kids just being kids? Because of the fact that what the whole entire deal is whenever they're throwing the ball at them to knock down these animals, they yeah. have like little cartoon animal stuff right. that's on there to knock them down. So it's making me question. Are these just normal kids? Are they hybrids? Are these part of the people at the very beginning of right. the episode? What's the deal with that? But then you wind up, then you wind up seeing this other the uh, this girl come out of uh, out of nowhere, and you're thinking that she's right. an enemy. And Gus is also freaking out, just like how we would freak out. Right? She goes, "It's okay, it's okay, calm down." And his ears are flopping. Yeah, they're and, and, yeah, they're out of control. And he and he's like, I'm a boy. I'm a real boy. I'm a real boy. See, I can talk, you know, but let's go back to the kids playing the little the game. Um, obviously, it's 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 the other kids are dressed up as um, hybrid kids. Mm -hmm. So the way that I looked at it was in the world that they live in. The kids um, parents, they're taught that hybrids are the reason why or how you can get sick. So I looked at the kids as basically, you know, looking at hybrids as enemies, you know, um, not nice because of what they're being taught. So them playing that game of you know, knocking down the hybrid, you know, the animals. And when Gus sees that, if you remember, he starts getting his anxiety goes up because he's noticing he's looking at them throw the ball and, and the intensity of them throwing the ball and hitting the animals down. It's like, he freaks out, you know, and then the kids turn around and is like, what are you looking at? Because they don't know that he's a hybrid. You know, they think he's dressed up like they're dressed up because some of them have ears and, you know, little, you know, helmets on their head. And then the girl shows up where he freaks out. You know, I'm a, I'm a kid. I'm a kid. I'm a real boy. You know, look, I can talk. And, and I'll let you take over from there. Okay. So, <laughs> While this is going on, we also have something else that's happening, and that's the fact that the doctor that is going over the notes that the other doctor left him right. on how to handle hybrids and also how to help right. with this disease that they have. Right. Because remember, you said that there's actually a thing where they're shaking whenever they need yeah. their medicine and stuff like that, too, this little trigger. And yeah. so he's trying to figure out how to control the trigger, but not only right. control the tr trigger, but also to cure this virus that's inside right. of them. And so he's going in, he's seeing different patients every single night. He's going through his notes, but he, uh, but I also like the monologue. He goes, now I actually feel like I have a purpose again. Right. Back to being where I was, was as a doctor and caring right. for people. And that is something that I really like from it. He's, you know, he's a really good man. And, um, the fact that he was talking about, you know, treating broken arms and, you know, just regular stuff, you know what I mean? Which makes, which made him feel good in the little town because where they live at is kind of like um, a walking dead, how everyone kind of has their own little sanctuary and they, you know, they only live there and it's blocked off, you know, to make sure that they're safe in this neighborhood area. But his Jane Doe, 
who he's been working on is happens to be his wife, who he's kept alive since we've seen them in episode one. He's kept her alive. And so he decides to name her Jane Doe because obviously he doesn't want anyone to know it's his wife. And so remember, she still has that trigger in her inner pinky. And um, uh, as we'll, we'll, we'll find out, it's, it's really dangerous when they find out that um, you're sick because that, that's, a, that's a trigger that lets everyone know you, you have the virus. So he, he's, he's working on that to keep her well, to find a cure, because obviously he wants his wife to be cured. But he wants to help everyone else. But what he has to do to, to make the cure, it's um, it goes to get it goes against everything he stands for. But he knows right. that, you know, you know, right, which is to go after hybrids to right. get the cure. Baby but, hybrids. Like that. Right. And then also too, yeah. bone marrow is also the, another thing. Right. Right. That's also another thing. So, you know, I'm wondering if you can get like a get do like blood transfusions or something like that with other with a hybrid that's willing to do that just to do right. a blood transfusion or something instead of having remember, to go through the bar- bone marrow remember how panicky. Use my, uh, imagination <laughs> um <laughs> remember how panicky he got when you know the order comes through and they have to shoot mm-hmm. um what do you call it john the the thing that you shoot up in the air for a signal i can't think oh, of it a flare gun a flare gun, um, a signal flare. And so once you shoot the signal flare up, that's how he gets all his um, um, equipment and everything he needs, right. you know, that they send for him. But when he looks in that box and he's freaking out because you know what he's thinking. He's thinking that is going to be a, a hybrid baby in there that he has to experiment on to get what he right. needs to, you know, for the vaccine, basically. Right. And I like how he said it. These are human beings. These are yes. kids. These are hybrid right. kids. This is not a normal. Right. This is not under normal circumstances. And it goes against everything right. that we believe in. Right. And, you know, so he's freaking out over it. I'm, and I don't want to say I like that scene because he's freaking out. But the way he plays right. off of it was good. I like that. I like right. how the actor did that. And it gives us yeah. emotion. It gives us range into absolutely the character, uh, the characterization of his character. And, and when you curious. look in the box, when they show the box is empty, because when they show that box, you're thinking as an, as the audience, oh, my God, is is there going to be a hybrid baby in there? Is this where he's when he's going to have to experiment? So when you even see that the box is empty, for me, it was like, whew. but, you know, it's mm-hmm. coming at some point. You know, it's coming. Right. The question is, yeah. when is it coming? Is the thing when exactly. Exactly. And he even knows it. He even knows it. When yes. is this coming as well? Because right. he knows it's going to come. It's just that he's been yeah. dodging it a little bit. Right. And he doesn't want to come to reality that this is what he has to do in order to save right. everybody. And who's to say that he won't won't be held at gunpoint to where they make them do it? Exactly. Exactly. So that's going to be the next thing. Is this new? Because we're going to be, in, we're actually introduced into a new villain towards the end of right. this episode. So who's to Definitely. say that he doesn't step in and try to force his way into make, giving orders to shoot? him right. for not doing what he needs to do. Right. But- because he had to take over Dr. Bell's Remember, She was the original doctor that was doing experiments and right. she doesn't want to do it. She's ill. So she gives him, you know, her medical book and all that stuff. So he has to take over and do what's right. But what did you think about the scene of With the, them? what did it founders or survivors day? Yeah. The survivors day thing was intense because even as wow. 
Yeah, because that could have been them. And yes. I, and that's another thing that his wife was saying. Look, he's telling his wife, look, this is not the time to go about doing this. You still have that trigger and everything. Exactly. And if they see you, they're going to end up dying. And I don't right. want that for you. Just no. And this just goes to show you how strong will she is to put yes. up everything that she believes in and to act normal, to adapt into like a, a normal life. Right. She goes on ahead. She goes to the party. Doug, you can definitely tell something's wrong with Doug. <laughs> everything. <laughs> yeah. Because the first time you don't really tell that there's something wrong with him. But going yeah. into it the second time, because this is my second time watching the this episode. Okay. But okay. Doug is sweating his balls off. He's sweating right. overextensively. He's hyperventilating, if you think about right. it. His anxiety is up. He also has the trigger. People noticed yeah. it. Yeah. And also, too, his wife's also next to him, and she's yeah. freaking out. Well, technically, the doctor's freaking out because remember, yes. she noticed, and he sees her the trigger before this even happens with Doug. Exactly. And this right. is the whole Planet of the Apes vibe thing I was telling you about whenever uh, they were talking about Planet of the Apes. And so the doctor winds up holding her hand. So, was there any Gorgiles in that movie? Knowing that there's no Gorgiles in Planet of the Apes. No. Remember, uh, he's remember they're going through a scene that they liked that these people okay. liked. And okay. I don't know if you caught this or not, but you know, he's freaking out. The doctor's freaking out. So the first right. thing that comes to his mind whenever they're talking about that scene in Planet of the Apes, which is totally whopped, he's he's just trying to think of something to throw them off so the way they're not looking at her being triggered. But right. Anyways, he goes, so were there any Gorgiles in that movie? Was that in that movie, <laughs> that moving picture, right. the picture? So it was, a, and mm-hmm. here's the thing. Everybody's like looking at him like he's weird as hell, though, because he's like, what are they, what is he talking about? We're talking about Planet of the Apes. Why is right. he talking about Gorgiles? You even gave me that same look. <laughs> right. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, I was like, what are you talking about? What you, right. Yeah. But yeah, that's what's going on. And so he's panicking. The wife is telling him, no, it's okay. It's fine. Right. I'm fine. So Doug is over there being real trippy and everything. <laughs> Absolutely. And then he goes, well, I can't do any tests on him because he knows that there's something wrong with Doug. Yeah. But he goes, I can't do anything about it because my stuff is at home. And so it right. must be, there's the neighborhood watch woman who has everything in oh. her survival backpack. And oh she says, it's okay. <laughs> I have I have one. I'm like, well, nice knowing you, Doug. But <laughs> right. I feel so bad for Doug in this in this episode. Dude, that because was crazy. If only he could actually, if only the doctor could go ahead and if there was two vitals to yeah. where he can mix his blood and, you know what I'm saying, have two different vitals and yeah. switch, yeah. switch yes. it. Yes. That would be the only way to save Doug's life. But right. he's in front of everybody too because there's also no way to switch bait it either because of the fact exactly. that you're in a crowded room with people, so he's screwed either way it goes. Exactly. And it turns this purplish color, this blood, the blood turns purple, which t- tests them positive to be part of this uh, hybrid. So next right. thing you know it, Doug winds up being Dextered, basically <laughs> wraps up in saran wrap <laughs> and burns him alive. <laughs> the, I mean, that was crazy. Burned the, him and the whole house down. And then they're all standing outside, singing a song, watching, knowing he's in there burning. And there's one thing that stood out to me, the normality of it. The one guy standing there just eating a slice of pie as he's watching the house burn. 
they've done this before. This has become normal for them. So I'm scared for the wife because this could be her fate. If they ever, if they ever catch her twitch, <clears throat> now we know this is how they deal with it. Right. And to them, that's humane. Right. Just put the person out of their misery, get rid of the yes. disease because they don't, because here's the thing to them. Yeah. Doug has it, but he's to them. He affected everything in the house. Exactly. Right. So therefore they have to do something to get rid of the disease. So therefore they're right. going ahead, kill Doug, who's actually the disease and kill anything that's infected the Doug right. touched. So therefore Doug is dead. Um, but I just feel bad. I just feel so bad for him. And the fact that they're treating this as if it's normal it scares me. Yeah. With you. Yeah. And everyone's scared. All of them are scared. You know, I mean, they were panicked when they saw Doug start twitching out and freaked out. And I mean, and it was an instant wrap him up in the saran wrap uh, to that chair. They're outside of the house, burn it down as they all stand there and sing and just eat pie because they've obviously done this before. Exactly. So now we're going into the next day with Gus yes. and Big Man. And right. so now it gets a little bit of emotional time because yes. Big Man does wind up finding him and Ticket, Gus a Ticket. Yes. And he also gives him a candy apple. He gives him a bunch of other stuff to snack on and everything. Yeah. And I mean, I almost shed a tear for, the, for that and everything right. too. Right. But then. Sweet Tooth Gus winds up uh, smelling some candy, which happens yes. to be um, Big Man's medicine. Right. And also, too, there's this logo on there that looks like a butterfly whenever they pull up the middle uh, thing, because it looks like World War II kind of uh, MRE kind of thing. You yeah. know what I'm talking about? Absolutely, yeah. Really, so he's like, well, which one is it? Because, well, hurry up. We need to find out which one it is. And then Gus winds up finding it, sniffs right. it out, pulls it up, and it has this like butterfly symbol, which is the same symbol right. that we see at the very end of this episode, which right. represents the other crew, the one that wants to kill them and poach them. Yes. Um, but, you know, for that instant, you're scared for them because you're like, hurry up, Gus, hurry up. And then there's this yeah. guard that comes out of, out of nowhere. Hey, you guys need to get out of here and everything and go on right. your train and go on your way. And then, of course, Big Man winds up knocking him out. And yeah. then another guard comes and he shoots the uh, the railroad track and causes right. it to do something with Gus's ear to where it starts twitching. Exactly. And they and, know that we got a hybrid here. And then right. there's hysteria, you yeah. know, as, you know, uh, Jep and, and, and the Gus try to get away. Um, they end up getting caught and you see, and, and it looks like they're going to be shot. But they end up getting caught, being um, uh, roped up, and well, you see them. Go ahead. Well, before that happens, though, too, mm -hmm. they run off. They're about to say their goodbyes. Remember? Right, 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 right. They're right, running right. to the train after they That's knock right. out the two guards. That's and right. And they're about to say their goodbyes. And then right. you're about to shed a tear. Then all of a sudden, yeah. one of the guards blabs his mouth. And says, hey, yeah. that's a hybrid that's on that that's train. Right. We need to get him off right. of there. Next thing you know it, they pulled Big Man against his will. Then they right. take the helmet off where um, Gus is actually <laughs> pretending to be uh, a real person. And right. then they wind up, like you said, they wind up taking them in. Right up. 
right. tied up, being dragged. And then, of course, I'm going to let you go on ahead and get, uh, talk about the rest and of the they're, um So they're being dragged behind these uh, horses. And um, they're taking them somewhere. The men, the headhunters, the hybrid hunters are taking them somewhere. Um, you're, as far as I thought, you know, this is over with. I wonder what camp they're going to go to. And then out of a blue, they're shooting. There's, they're all being attacked. And what do you know? It goes back to the beginning of that episode when it starts. The kids are there again. And that's, that's what we, that's what we see. Yeah, that's what we see. It's actually the girl from, she was just trying to the protect market. Gus all this time. Right. And, you know, at first Gus was going to go on him and follow her. And then that's when big man winds up that's stopping right. him before this right. whole catastrophe happened. But I'm glad that he stopped him because he didn't know what he was going to get himself into. Right. Or anything like that. He can't tr- be too trusting. Is the thing. Exactly. And, and he's very trusting, obviously. He's a kid and he's trusting. Right. So now you have this thing where you have trust being built with Gus and also Big yes. Man now. Right. Which is something that I like. And now they're no longer on their own in a sense. But you don't right. know where that's going to go either in the next exactly. episode. But I know Netflix, I can binge it, but I'm choosing just to go episode by episode. And I love okay. going episode by episode. So you haven't binged it yet. You're, you're, no. you're I'm holding good. out. I'm happy like that I said. you haven't. I'm happy that you haven't because obviously I have. And so um, all I have to say is the next episode is so exciting. I can't wait to see it. And yeah, there's one other thing I want to mention is the fact that they do get over to the leader who's dressed as a beer, reveals himself as uh, basically uh, General Abbott is informed that she has been found, that the beer, right. the leader of the beer crew, which is what I'm calling her right now, yeah, of the beer right. crew has been found. And then that's, of course, when it cuts off. Right. But is it her? Is it her that they're also talking about? Or are they talking about someone else as well? Well, I don't know. I'm just... <laughs> there you go. There you right? go. Wait till you see but, it. Wait till you see it. You know, this this is like the shortest episode that they yeah. have. Because it's like yeah. only 42 minutes long. It's not that long right. of an episode compared to the first two episodes. Yeah. And it goes by quickly. You don't realize how quick it goes until we get there. And you're yeah. hungry for more. And oh, absolutely. You are. I mean, um, that's why I couldn't stop. That's why I binged it, because I just wanted to see what happens next, because it's a really intriguing show. Um, it's full of um, action, excitement. Plus, you 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 you're you're wanting to follow Gus on his adventure to find this mom and all this other stuff. Other stuff happens on his way to where for me, it's like I just. Before I knew it, I was done. But this was a very short episode because I was like, gosh, it's already done yet or already done already. Right. Like we can start it. Yeah. And it's and just it's getting good. Exactly. But yeah. um, that's everything that I needed to say about this episode <laughs> because there's not really much else to say about it. Because usually right. with me, I'll find some small details here and there. But with this yeah. one, it's pretty much cut and dry on what it is. Yes. So... With that being said, Rossi, where can everybody reach you at if they want to follow you on social media and all that other good stuff? Well, you can follow me on my Instagram at McCree123Hotmail.com, M-C-C-R-E-E, Hotmail.com. You can mm-hmm. also follow me on Twitter at RossiLynnBark1. Um, that's R-O-S-S-I-E-L-Y-N-N-B-A-R-Q-1. And on Facebook at Rossi Lynn. 
All right. And guys, tomorrow night, 8 o'clock Central Time, 9 o'clock Eastern, we're having our Hawkeye Friday review of Hawkeye. Yes, I know it aired on Wednesday, but <laughs> I figured to do something fun on Fridays to have a Hawkeye after show on Fridays. So you can do that 8 o'clock Central Time, 9 o'clock Eastern Time, and show um, be there for that. It's going to be on YouTube and on Facebook as well. Um, another thing, too, is on Mondays, we have Dexter Mondays, but unfortunately, because of some confrontations, with some things, we're only going to have that on our YouTube channel, on our Facebook page only, which I have it in our community section of where you guys can get that at on Mondays. And you can even watch the episodes by episodes section over there on our uh, on our Facebook page as well. So you guys can do that on our Dexter New Blood reviews. But uh, Mondays is Dexter Mondays, so that's what I'm calling it. <laughs> so we have that coming up. So, with that being said, guys, I'm going to go on ahead and tell you this. You guys can go on ahead and follow me underneath Movie Lovers TV Lovers Night on Facebook and underneath the same brand name on Instagram and on Pinterest as well. If you would like to get an, if you would like to go on ahead and get an audio-only podcast of our episode, you can get that where you guys get, get your major podcasts from. Also, too, go on ahead, follow us on Good Pods, rate individual episodes on Good Pods, give us a five-star review if you want to. Or if you want to, just go on ahead, tell us what you think of the episode. Now you guys get to talk to us. And reply and tell us what you guys think because they just updated their app. So this is a good time to tell us what you think. Or, you know, just go ahead and jump in the comment section below on YouTube. Tell us what you think over there. Give us a thumbs up. Also, too, smash that subscribe button. Smash that uh, little bell in the bottom right-hand corner of the screen to allow you guys to know when we have something new coming out. Another thing, too, is you guys go on ahead, donate to the page. How do you do that? Just go to gofundme.com forward slash movie lovers podcast. And that's how you can donate five to ten dollars over here. But like I said, just clicking that subscribe button and smashing that and smashing that bell on the bottom hand corner. It does enough for us at Movie Lovers Unite. We do appreciate that. Also, too, if you want to go on ahead and follow us underneath Movie Lovers Unit on Twitter. And then, of course, underneath the same brand name again on Movie Lovers Unit Zero on TikTok as well. And thank you again, Rossi. I, I can't, and I just oh, want to say thank you for taking the time out of your night to be able to do this and everything. Thanks it means for having much me. To me. Appreciate it. You're very welcome. Anytime. And I appreciate um, all the viewers who's been watching this whole entire review since we started. Thank you so much. And thank you to the 579 subscribers that we have here. It's been so nice to be able to have such a great have awesome subscribers and always until next time guys it's been real it's been fun can we do this again and bye-bye